Greetings and God bless you, my friends and neighbors, and welcome to The Wow Factor, the word of wisdom designed to inspire, empower, and enlighten you in just a few short minutes at a time. My name is D.L. Wallace, and I am elated to be the host of this day's call, where our motto is simple, your soul will be blessed in eight minutes or less. Our request is simple as well. Send this podcast to your coworkers, your neighbors, your loved ones, and friends so they can have some inspiration to make it through the course of their day. Let's jump right into our topic today, my friends, and that topic is simply brainwashed. Brainwashed. We live in a society where we are fascinated with washing everything. There are laundry mats where people can go and wash clothes. Of course, there are car washes where we can go to get our automobiles clean. And you know that we want to wash every single part of our bodies from head to toe. We are fascinated with washing everything else except our brains. My friends and neighbors, our brains and the inside of our man needs to be washed just like the outside, maybe even more. And oftentimes we focus so much on washing the outer man that we forget and leave behind the importance of cleaning the thing that matters most. You remember the Bible introduced us to inside washing in Psalms 51 and 2 when David said, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Then we even discovered in Isaiah 1 and 16, we were encouraged to wash ourselves and make ourselves clean by putting away evil doing and evil from the eyes of God. Yes, my friends, we are encouraged to wash ourselves from the inside out. Oftentimes, however, with so much negativity on television and radio and internet, our brains, our minds can become clogged with filth that we don't need. So how is it that we should wash ourselves? Well, today the WASH acronym is simply describing what we do as Christians to maintain inner cleanliness. That WNR WASH acronym reminds us of the importance of wisdom. Yes, my friends and neighbors, nothing can clean better than the wisdom of God. When we've got the wisdom of God in our lives and are saturating ourselves with his word, then nothing is cleaner than that. Remember the Bible says in Proverbs 4 and 7 that wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, we must get wisdom. We also understand in Proverbs 8 and 11 that wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that we may desire cannot be compared to it. And then we also discover in Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. Well, what kind of mind did he have? A mind that was saturated, that was filled with the word of God. When was the last time you took the time to wash your mind with the word? When was the last time you read and recited and memorized a scripture? The last time that you said, you know what? I know that there's a biblical solution to this problem and I'm going to find it using the spirit of wisdom and revelation as the Bible outlines in Ephesians 1 and 17. My friends and neighbors, I challenge you to wash with wisdom. I tell you, there's no better detergent on the planet than wisdom is for our minds and our hearts and our souls. Now, after we have used wisdom, that second element in our spiritual detergent is our assignment. Yes, that A stands for our assignment. It's what God created us to do. The gifts and a talents and a anointing that we've been given, the people we're called to help, the places we're called to go, and the problems we were created to solve. Don't you recognize, my friends and neighbors, that God created us all to do something special? That we're alive today because there's something that he wants us to do. Some are gifted singers, some are gifted writers, some are are, are gifted in, in, in ministries of various kinds, and every one of us has a specific assignment. Remember the Bible outlines that he gave some apostles and prophets and 
evangelists and pastors and teachers. Why? Because that's the everybody has an assignment to equip the body of Christ. You, if you remember in 2 Peter 2, 1 and 10, the Bible says that we should give diligence to make our calling and election sure. Then you may say, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm not sure about what I'm supposed to do. Well, we find the answer in 1 Peter 2 and 9. We discover that we're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and a peculiar people. But what should we do? It says it further, that we should show forth the praises of God who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. So if you have no idea what you were designed to do, one of the things that you were designed to do is show forth or praise the Lord that has brought us out of darkness into light. You should tell everyone that you come in contact with on the job, off the job, at home, in school, that God is the reason that you are where you are. It's Jesus on the inside. He called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. My friends and neighbors, we all have an assignment to complete. Then that S reminds us of the importance of our seed. S-E-E-D. It's simply what we plant in the lives of others. The seed can be the positive words that you speak. Seeds can be the, the positive things that we do. It can be the gifts that we give and the love that we share. Every single day, we're planting into the lives of everyone that we meet, even our own life. Every day, we can speak powerful things into existence because our words are seeds that spring life evermore. My friends, I challenge you to watch the words that we say every day because those words have life. They have meaning. They're seeds and they're either going to reap something wonderful for us or they're going to reap something poor depending on what we say and how we plant. Yes, my friends, you know, we can go out into a garden and if we plant onions, onions are going to come up out of the ground. If we plant turnips, we're going to get turnips out of the ground. By the same token, if we plant love, we're going to get love out of the ground. If we plant peace, we're going to get peace out of the ground. If we can sow kindness to our neighbor, God then is going to make sure kindness comes back to us. You remember the Bible says it in Galatians chapter 6, God is not mocked for whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. In other words, whatever we plant, we're going to get it back in a harvest. So I say, my friends and neighbors, we can wash ourselves with wisdom and assignment and seed. I wish we had time to complete this lesson, but that's all the time of yours I'm going to take today until we talk again on tomorrow. God bless you. God bless your families and embrace the new and improving you.